Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome, everyone. Hope you're having a great day, and I am talking to you today from Washington, D.C., because this evening is the American Association of People with Disabilities Gala. And we are celebrating the 30th anniversary of the signing of the ADA. We will be honoring Senator Bob Dole. Senator Harkin will be with us, Senator Duckworth, Congressman Sensenbrenner. I mean, it's an amazing amazing venue. So I am the vice chair. Ted Kennedy Jr. is the chair. He will be the uh, master of ceremonies this evening. And I want you to know that we are taking every precaution necessary with the coronavirus. Uh, And I mean everything we can think of. I I want to say about the coronavirus that uh, my heart and my thoughts are with families around the world that have lost someone or that are uh, in a destitute situation, whether they be in China, who, by the way, China is our largest listening audience of other countries other than the United States. And, you know, it's so terrible what has happened there. So just know this, we are thinking about you Um, Here in the United States, you know, my pastor was talking this this past weekend, and he said, at our church also, taking precautions, like no shaking hands, uh, the pamphlets that are distributed, you you get on your own. So, you know, with uh, hand sanitizers everywhere. So, uh, as he said, and I think this is really great advice. Follow what the CDC says. Uh, be very prepared. You know, obviously, if you have a cough and you're sick, stay home. All preparation. Follow everything that the CDC is saying. But don't panic. Because if we all go into panic mode, we're going to have an even bigger problem in this country. And you know how resilient we all are, and I know this will uh, pass. But for right now, um, I would encourage you to be prepared. Follow what the CDC is saying. If you're sick, stay home. Just with many people with disabilities, if you have some underlying uh, significant situation, don't go out into uh, large crowds of people. Uh, But other than that, here I am. I'm living with epilepsy, and here I am off to the gala tonight. Uh, And we are being very cautious, but the show is proceeding ahead. So with that, speaking of... uh, the gala tonight, a special shout out to Yoshiko Dart, who hopefully I'll be seeing in a few hours. You know, it's Yoshiko's husband, uh, Justin Dart, the late Justin Dart, who worked so hard, tirelessly with Yoshiko before the ADA was passed to get it passed. And then after that, to fight for uh, the disability rights of people with disabilities. And she has kept her husband's spirit and leadership alive. And we love you, uh, Yoshiko. And I have to tell you, hi, Mark, what a great company. They have 
they have sponsored as the lead sponsor this show for four years. Thank you so much for your support. And we have another year-long sponsor, and that is People's formerly known as People's Natural Gas. Thank you, Morgan O'Brien, uh, for your incredible commitment. Then we have uh, Employment Options, which is a new, uh, a new sponsor. But we have another new sponsor, just like in the past two weeks, Wells Fargo. And let me tell you about Regina Hayward who is an executive at Wells Fargo and behind so much of this. She is a rock star. And you will be hearing her on my show. And if you want to, you know, if you go to Apple or Spotify, you can hear any of the shows, any of the old shows. You can hear this show again. Uh, So go to Apple or Spotify, put in Regina Hayward, and that's H-E for Hayward. Go listen to the show, and you'll be hearing her on again. So with that, you know, again, welcome everyone. I want to tell you, I always love a show when it's Pittsburgh, even though I'm in D.C. I love Pittsburghers. I am a Pittsburgher. Every time I, I just spoke at this conference, there were 1,000 people in, in the audience. And I said, and of course, I live in the best city in America, Pittsburgh, which, you know, what are they going to do? I'm up on the stage. But actually, someone came up to me afterwards and said, oh, no, you don't. Philadelphia is the best city. I said, well, hey, at least we're in the same state, right? Well, but I do love Pittsburgh, and I love our two guests today, Megan Grabsky from Project Manager. She is the Project Manager at 21 and Able, and Heather Sedlaco, who's the Director of Programs for Seniors and People with Disabilities from the United Way of Southwestern Pennsylvania. Heather and Megan, welcome to the show. Hi, Joyce. Thank you, Thanks Joyce. for having us. Well, Heather, I'm actually going to start with you. Uh, How, for our listeners around the world, and by the way, we have 17 countries with listeners, for all of those countries, um, and for people in the United States, of course, how did you first become involved with the United Way? I joined the United Way of Southwestern Pennsylvania in 2013 um, as the Director of Programs for Seniors and People with Disabilities. And, you know, a big focus of what we do is employment in partnership with Bender Consulting and with Highmark and so many wonderful partners here in the Pittsburgh area. And I'm just really excited to be on your show today. Well, we're excited to have you on the show. And how about you, Megan? How did you get involved? Well, thanks, Joyce, for this opportunity as well. We're um, happy to be here. Um, workforce development, training, and education has been my lifelong career and became involved with the United Way through a referral from a friend and former colleague, uh, Damon Bethay, who worked with me at Duquesne University in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And Heather Sedlaka reached out to me as she needed someone with experience working with employers and navigating the workforce world to carry out programming of a grant that we had earned from or the United Way had earned from the Kessler Foundation. So I was excited to have the privilege to join the team at the United Way of Southwestern Pennsylvania to help carry out that plan utilizing an employment model with employers to ultimately have higher, have more people with disabilities gain employment. So that was in 2015. Well, boy, aren't you glad you recruited that person, Heather? I sure am. <laughs> 
You two are the dynamic duo. And because you work a lot in disability, people ask me all the time, oh, why do you do this? And of course, you both know my story as a woman living with epilepsy and how I got involved in all of this. But I'll ask both of you. First, you, Heather, what led you to become involved in disability, in the disability community? Well, Joyce, so, you know, United Way is that place where the human service sector and the business sectors come together. And it's a really um, unique opportunity to work in both areas. And I have to say that my time at United Way has provided me with so many wonderful chances to um, learn more about disability, to understand, um, just to understand different aspects of it, and really to make so many wonderful friends who have disabilities. And, you know, while I came to this work, because it was part of my job, to be honest, my background is in aging services, the aging half of my job more than the disability part of my job, um, I, I really come to enjoy it and, and feel very passionate about the work we do, again, particularly around employment, but all the areas that we work in, housing and, and serving, supporting people with complex disabilities. And, um, you know, it's, it's just, it's, it's really so many amazing people working together, and I'm, I'm so grateful for this. Yes, and, boy, and all of that is tied together in so many ways. Uh, I mean, working with the aging. Uh, Megan, how about you? How did you first become involved in working with the disability community? Well, I've been um, working, you know, and carrying out programming that included um, at-risk populations my entire career, including high school students, adults that were under and unemployed. And, you know, inside um, those two sectors, of course, there are people with disabilities, right? Because one in four people have a disability. So, um, and also I had a half-sister who was much older than me, who um, in her younger years was at Polk State School and Hospital um, for the mentally retarded, as they called it way back then, um, situated in the northern part of Pennsylvania. And then in the 80s, they moved her into a home with two other women. So stir all of that around in a pot, and it felt like a very, very perfect fit for my skill set to be, to be honored to be working with Heather and all of the great folks at the United Way that are involved in this work with people with disabilities. Yes, and we're glad to have you. I want to say, when you were talking about that one in four people with disabilities being someone with a disability, that is why anytime I speak anywhere, I always talk about the companies, and this happens all the time, that contact me and they will say, Joyce, we need you to come here. You know, we haven't hired people with disabilities before. We look at our uh, abysmal population of people you know that we don't have people with disabilities and we we want to start hiring people with disabilities and then I get to tell them oh but you already have you know yes. you have people working for you with Absolutely. bipolar disorder depression epilepsy MS diabetes heart disease cancer I mean I could go on and on it's just they aren't telling you but that mm-hmm. is also why if you ever hear me speak, you know, don't go up to someone else and say, well, um, you know, I, I heard Joyce Bender speak, but I do have a problem with hiring people with disabilities because guess what? You could be talking to someone with a disability. So uh, it is amazing that people do not realize how large 
our constituency is, but I'm glad you brought that up because it really is. Um, and Heather, you work at the United Way of Southwestern Pennsylvania. What is your what are your main responsibilities there? What are the main areas you work with? Yeah, so so many people think of United Way as a community fundraiser. And so, you know, I'm I'm not on the fundraising team. We certainly have about half of our team here who who do the fundraising predominantly from the business community. Um, I'm on the other side of the house, which is called Community Impact. Megan and I both work on that side, where we um, get the opportunity to make sure that all that money that's raised from the community is invested very wisely into community programs that are really making a difference. And, you know, we have three goals around our disabilities area that we, you know, every dollar that we invest of United Way's money in the community, which is largely decided by committees of our of committees of volunteers, a very community-based process, it was really working toward three three goals. The first one is to increase access to competitive employment opportunities for people with disabilities. The second one is to increase access to affordable and accessible housing for people with disabilities. And the third goal is to increase opportunities for those with the most complex disabilities um, to have meaningful community participation. And that's really um, individuals who have such significant medical or behavioral health needs that for them, you know, com- competitive employment really isn't their, their personal goal, but getting out in the community and being a part of the community is, is the goal. And we support those people and their families. And so, you know, again, as I said, my, my job is to make sure that all the money that we invest is, is performing the way that we want it to and helping us reach these really important community goals that we have um, for Allegheny County. And, um, I hope, if, if you're listening, that you will consider making a donation to the United Way wherever you are in the United States. And it, as Heather just explained, it isn't just a fundraiser. It is often saving a life. It is often, you know, hope hope for someone that doesn't have access to food or to the homeless or to people with disabilities. So I tell people, I don't care how small it is. I don't care if it's $5 from a pay. I don't care what it is. But I hope you will consider making a contribution. Um, and also, how about you, Megan? What are, what are your major responsibilities? Well, my, you know, my focus, Joyce, is on the employment piece, which Heather, you know, just uh, talked about a minute ago. You know, we at the United Way of Southwest PA do not provide direct service, but we provide the backbone of supports for these employers as they navigate their way to find more ways to include people with disabilities in their workforce. So, you know, the United Way is uniquely positioned with relationships with hundreds of employers. So that is, you know, one of the beauties of the United Way being involved in all of this work because we have a direct, um, sort of a direct line to employers and they listen to the things that are happening because we are, you know, in part the voice of the community. Yeah, and you know what? Hey, Heather, I have an, a new slogan for, your, for the United Way. United Way, mm-hmm. more, than a, more than a fundraiser. That's what you have ah. to start saying. United Joy, Way, more than a fundraiser. I like it. Um, well, Heather, I am so excited. I can't wait till we talk about this. For everyone to hear about the Disability 
Inclusion Consortium here in southwestern Pennsylvania. And by the way, there aren't a lot of people anywhere in the United States doing this. So if you're listening, this is a, as I said on LinkedIn, uh, this is a good idea for businesses that are saying, how can we be best practices? How can we start employing more people with disabilities or attracting more people with disabilities? So uh, Heather, how about if you describe it? The Disability Inclusion Consortium in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Absolutely. So, Joyce, you started this show by saying that Pittsburgh is one of the best cities in the country. And, you know, we are so fortunate to have some employers who are doing really you know, who are really leaders in hiring people with disabilities into their open positions. And Highmark is at the top of that list, along with PNC and Giant Eagle and FedEx Ground and, and so many others. And, and basically, you know, United Way has been working for many years on projects around increasing employment opportunities for people with disabilities. And what we learned was that the most effective way to help companies hire more people with disabilities is for them to hear from their peers so that they could share business to business what's working around hiring and retaining employees with disabilities, um, you know, so that we can talk and kind of echoing the message that you've been saying for so many years that it's, that it's not about charity. It's really about a very savvy workforce talent pipeline that is very largely untapped. And so that, that's the message. That's the purpose of the Disability Inclusion Consortium. It's really a gathering of 50 businesses, 50 different employers who come together quarterly to talk about different topics around hiring people with disabilities and retaining them into their competitive positions. And these are all different kinds of disabilities, all different kinds of jobs. We have, um, you know, with having 50 employers in the room, it's, it's, it's everything from engineering firms to, you know, um, to universities to, to, you know, Giant Eagle's a big grocery retailer, um, we know FedEx Ground, all of, all of these different companies. And, and they, they talk to one another. We, we have experts come in and vendors provided that expertise for us over time, as has um, the National Organization Disability in, and really helping these companies feel supported. And, you know, in addition to having these quarterly gatherings where that are business to business, and, and I should say, you know, the, this Disability Inclusion Consortium is business-led. The co-chairs are Jeremy Shapira from Giant Eagle and Kirsten Crosby from FedEx Ground. And so, again, United Way provides the backbone on this, but really we want this to be very business-led. And, you know, in addition to having these employers come together quarterly, we offer webinars on some of the topics that we talk about around, you know, the, the latest webinar, I believe, was mental health in the workplace, um, supporting people with invisible disabilities, We've had all sorts of topics. Megan can talk a little more to that. Um, but we also have, you know, through a grant from the Pennsylvania Developmental Disabilities, Coun- Developmental Disabilities Council, they're the ones who fund this. We've also been able to offer companies some, you know, pro bono consulting from Disability In so that they can have some confidential conversations about what their specific company needs to do or wants to do differently and get support for that. Yes, and and it is fantastic. I want to just comment on something that you said, Heather, and it's so true. Ted Kennedy Jr. said to me years ago, the best way to get a company to hire people is not by me telling them, you telling them, anyone telling them other than the CEO of a company that is hiring people with disabilities, Mm -hmm. talking to the CEO of a company that is not hiring people with disabilities. And it is so true. 
I mean, business to business, that is where, where it really has the biggest impact. And uh, as Heather mentioned, Jeremy Shapira, uh, whose family, the Shapiras, uh, who uh, own Giant Eagle, the majority of Giant Eagle, I should say, and now they have forever been known as the company that hires people with disabilities way, way back. And it is Jeremy, the son of David Shapira, who uh, wanted to start doing this with Kirsten Crosby from FedEx Ground. So Heather and uh, Megan do such a fabulous job. You know, we meet right at one of the companies. Let's see, we've been to Giant Eagle, FedEx Ground, uh, Highmark, and next is Cavestro. Is that right, Heather? Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're going right to a business site. And then there is a all-day meeting and, you know, well, it starts at lunchtime, a luncheon with uh, all the people attending, and then presentations and discussions. Um, and, you know, people are all excited to be there and very enthusiastic about being there. But I'm so proud of what you were doing, uh, you and Megan, with this group and Beth Butler from Disability and another great uh, person. Uh, you know what? Maybe you could talk about this, Megan. At these meetings, what what do you think are some of the main issues that companies discuss? Yeah, thanks, Joyce. You know, um, you know there. The thing is that when these employers first started together, started getting together, it was a little quiet in the room. But you know, as as time went on and they began to get together and learn from each other and learn who each other was, um, you know, there were lots of open conversations and topics about different things. And you know, I must we must say that you know when we came into this, there was a matrix that was created around the topics again, business to business. So it was Jeremy. Um, with Giant Eagle and Kirsten and FedEx and um, Bender Consulting, you, Joyce, and Mary Brocker, and Highmark Health, PNC, you know, worked really hard for a long time to get this matrix together. And, you know, the topics include um, having executive leadership on board. And I think, you know, Joyce, you were just talking about that. Benchmarking and introducing the Disability Equality Index of Disability In, um, who's our partner, you know, the DEI is a tool to measure your disability inclusion efforts, the DEI, and you can look that up online. Um, topics also included culture, um, hiring goals, um, accountability, strategic community partners um, came together where we brought in about 30 agencies and universities and colleges to meet with employers. We had a speed networking set up so that they could learn from each other. Um, another few topics, eliminating fear, um, talent acquisition and hiring, so, so critical. Accommodations, which was a very lively conversation. We could talk about accommodations for a long, long time. Um, mental health awareness and stigmas. And, you know, I think those are kind of the big topics, but, you know, lots of other things happen in community and in those meetings with these employers. You know, we yeah. just wanted to also mention that, you know, the, the Pennsylvania Developmental Disabilities Council and the FISA Foundation and Disability to, in together, you know, have helped us also as we created this matrix along the way. Who, who did it? Which organization did it first start with it? Was it with 
developmental disabilities. Is that where it first started? Yes. Heather, do you want to speak to that? In terms of who started the grant or how yeah. we arrived yes. at the matrix? How, you arrived, how, oh, how did this start with the grant? Right. Yeah, so, so we, um, the project has two funding sources currently. Um, you know, the, we know because United Way had been working so hard on employer, employer engagement here in our region, um, and specifically in Allegheny County for the longest time, um, we, and FISA, the FISA Foundation is a wonderful, wonderful partner of ours. When concurrently we were applying for a Pennsylvania Developmental Disabilities Council grant, um, under their employer-focused employment area of um, granting grants. And then concurrent to that, the FISA Foundation was interested in kind of leveraging the work that United Way had started with getting more employers interested in the topic of hiring people with disabilities. And so FISA currently is funding disability indirectly for some of the costs of having them come into southwestern Pennsylvania and work with employers. And then United Way has the funding through the, the Developmental Disabilities Council that underwrites sort of my time, Megan's time, meeting costs, and then um, a lot of the development of the curriculum that we work on through the consortium. I don't know, Megan, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I think, you know, together, uh, I think, you know, summing that up, everybody together is making this happen, you know, and it's not just one entity here, one entity there, but, you know, all of this, you know, all of us working together and, you know, instrumentally the FISA Foundation and the PA Developmental Disabilities Council helping as this, you know, as Joyce said, one of the few opportunities to have a consortium like this in the region. Yeah, why I asked you that, yeah, why I asked you that is a special shout out to all those groups that worked with you to make this happen because you can't do this alone. You need help across the board and that's why I wanted to give them a shout out and as FISA Foundation, Christy Troutman is just awesome. I mean, she really is. They're doing so many great things. She is the best. And, and, you know, and to that point, I, I did want to just, you know, make sure that we once again said exactly what you said, Joyce. This, this would, while, while we're not directly funding a lot of other entities, so many wonderful groups have come to the table. You know, the employers that we've already recognized, um, Bender Consulting, you, I mean, you guys have been key to the development of this project um, and Disability in as well. You know, the, we also have had OVR at the table over time, um, you know, and then, then these so sort of four key employers, Giant Eagle, FedEx, Ground, Highmark, and PNC. Yeah, yeah, and it does. It takes everyone working together. And before we go to break, as you know, uh, normally on the half hour, we have our uh, news break, but uh, Perry cannot be with us today, and I just can't replace her So, because she's so awesome. But she will be back with us next week. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. If you just joined us, we are talking to Megan Grabsky and Heather Sedlacko from United Way, and they are talking about something near and dear to my heart, the employment of people with disabilities. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Megan and Heather. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. 
Are you currently receiving SSDI or SSI and wanting to work? Did you know there is a free social security program called Ticket to Work to help you try work without risking your benefits? My Employment Options is an authorized SSA employment network specializing in work at home and local job placement in 47 states. Our clients receive a personal counselor to help find the best job fit and a staff certified benefits counselor for help with Ticket to Work protections. Ready to try working? Apply for free job placement help at My Employment Options.com. Since 1985, Bender Consulting Services has served as a national leader in advancing employment of people with disabilities, including veterans with disabilities, with private sector companies, and federal government agencies. Bender assists customers with achieving their diversity and workforce inclusion initiatives by tapping into a talent pool of individuals seeking professional positions, including those in the STEM fields. In addition, Bender services include disability employment consulting, training and technology accessibility through their high test line of service. For more information, please visit www.benderconsult.com. Get the news on our shows and other happenings by following us on Twitter. Find us at VoiceAmericaTRN or Twitter.com forward slash VoiceAmericaTRN. You're listening to Disability Matters. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters. Here's Joyce Bender. Hey, welcome back, everyone. If you just joined us, we're talking to Megan Grafsky and Heather Sidlacko from the United Way of Southwestern PA about the great work we're doing in the area of disability inclusion that leads to employment. And, you know, we were talking about different subjects that come up when we have the meetings uh, here in Pittsburgh with the employers at one of the company sites. And one thing that I hear people talk about frequently, and Heather and Megan, I'm sure you hear them talk about this, is self-ID and not understanding why more people uh, do not voluntarily self-disclose that they have a disability. And one of the things that we are suggesting, and it's interesting because you already talked about it earlier, Heather, is that if you can get leaders at the company with a disability to talk about, you know, their job, their success, and that, of course, living with epilepsy does not stop me from, you know, doing my job, whatever their disability is, that that has a tremendous impact on making people feel more comfortable. You know, what do you think about that, Heather? Well, I, I couldn't agree with you more. And I, I think that, you know, it's, it's leaders who are, going, who are coming, and coming to the table and saying, I, I have a disability, I have, I have a mental health challenge, I have depression, I have epilepsy, I have whatever it is. And, and it's also having coworkers with disabilities because I, I think that, you know, a lot, of, a lot of the barriers around hiring people with disabilities is around fear and bias around what people's abilities really are. And I think, you know, it seems to be from our experience that the best way to overcome that is by demonstrating success. It's by having people 
having coworkers with disabilities who do just as good of a job as a person without any visible disabilities does and and really just breaking down those those stigmas and, and those biases that that really are inaccurate but until you see somebody be successful you know that's the way to break these down break down these barriers oh yes and that is that is uh, so true. You know, that's why I always say the only way you'll change the work face of America is when you see people with disabilities uh, working at the company. How about you, uh, Megan? What do you think about that? Yeah, I think that, you know, um, that the culture change, you know, it starts with me and it starts with you. And, and it is, you know, uh, um, we say what a big, big, big thing culture is. And of course it is. But, you know, we all make a difference in that culture every day as we carry out our activities and, you know, through our workday. And, you know, having a genuine culture, like at Bender Consulting, you know, for sure, the, the leadership and the messages that are sent um, absolutely make, make a difference and make change. Again, one in four people have a disability. So, you know, we are everywhere. And, you know, that stigma, of course, is still out there, but we're working to chop it every day. Yes, we are. You know, here we are, 30th anniversary, July 26th, of the signing of the Americas with Disabilities Act. And I was so uh, honored last night at our dinner to have Doro Bush uh, with us again, Doro Bush Cook. And Doro... I actually met through Tony Quello, who's the chair. Um, and so here you have a Democrat and a Republican uh, working together so hard on the area of employment of people with disabilities. But we had a cake with the photograph of her father signing the Americas with Disabilities Act. And Doro is so kind that she brought as a gift photographs and actually uh, she wanted them signed, so it was from her brother, President Bush, and, uh, you know, she of he did. The thing he was the most proudest of, her father, President George H.W. Bush, was the signing of the Americans with Disabilities Act. Uh, and, you know, here we are, 30 years later. And guess what? 70% of people with disabilities are still not counted in the workforce. How can that be? And what can we do? So here we go. Disability <laughs> consortium is one of the things we're doing. you got to talk about it. I mean, just as uh, Megan indicated, we have a long way to go, but the ship is starting to turn. It is starting to turn, you know, and if we all keep working together, it will continue to turn. I mean, don't you think that, uh, Megan, don't you think that you're seeing change, positive change? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, the, the um, more employers are joining in with the consortium, um, you know, we send out invitations, we get calls from more employers, and, you know, the more employers we have in this and the more that get excited and want to make change, because everybody wants to make change and everyone, everyone wants a job, so everyone wants to work. So the more excitement we can produce, the more this will go in the, in the right direction. So we have lots of employers in our region that are, are doing great work and we congratulate them and are so grateful for them 
you know, being part of this consortium because at the end of the day, Heather and I are the administrative support and the backbone of this, but it's the employers like you, Bender, consulting and all the other employers that are making all of this work happen. And they are the ones that are making, um, helping more people with disabilities gain employment. Yes, um, I, I thank you, but I agree with you about those employers. You know, I, I want to say again, uh, I think so highly of Jeremy Shapiro at Giant Eagle, of uh, Kirsten Crosby at FedEx Ground because they are the co-chairs of all of this. But hi, Mark. PNC, how did I forget? Here, he's on my board, and I did not mention we went to PNC for one of those uh, meetings. And PNC is all about the employment of people with disabilities. Steve Van Wyke, the executive vice president, is so awesome. And it is companies like that, companies like Highmark. You know, David Holmberg, the CEO, is the only executive in my entire career that I ever met with that started like this. You know, Joyce, I haven't seen enough wheelchairs. You know, I haven't seen enough service dogs or people signing. We need to hire more people from you. I mean, like I almost, I wanted to tape this because they said, oh my God, if I had CEOs across America saying this, we would not be at that 70% 70% not counted in the workforce. That is just how awesome uh, David and Highmark are. So we have all these great companies working together that I believe are making a huge difference. And they are all interested in employing people. I mean, that is something that's one of the things they talk about, Heather, a lot is how do we get resources. Wouldn't you agree they talk about that a lot at our meetings? Absolutely. Yeah, they're, they're, they're hungry for information. They're hungry for working together, um, learning from one another. And, and they really, you know, they really do want to figure out how to train and, and retain people and, and, and really make them a part of their workforce. They're looking for that talent pipeline for sure. Yeah, and this this is Megan. And adding to that, you know, we um, as we've been moving forward with this consortium, we've had some of the employers looking for some extra help. So Beth Butler with Disability and our partner, you know, we have been going together to the employer locations one by one, talking to them about their unique situation and how they can move forward and up their game, as Mary Brocker from Bender Consulting always says. You know, so how can these employers do a better job? You know, and, and, you know, all of the employers we've been mentioning, PNC, Giant Eagle, Bender, FedEx, Highmark, they are all doing great work, and there's always more to do. So, you know, because we have the expertise of disability in, it's a, a great opportunity for these employers at no cost to have someone come in one-on-one to, to help them think through things. There was one, for example, one employer that had no disability inclusion strategy at all, a smaller employer, but yet they were very interested because they were coming to these disability inclusion consortium meetings. So Beth Butler and I went out and talked to them about how they would begin, the steps they would take, and what, what, it was, what was needed for them to begin to jump into this. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's just doing something, right, where you, maybe you didn't do anything before, making small change every day. Every day, yes. Speaking of disability, and wow, they are so awesome. They are. Uh, Jill Houghton and her husband, Andy, also 
are on my vendor advisory board. And actually, Andy is my partner uh, in our software product, iDisability, which, by the way, I'm so proud to tell you, we now have over 4 million business users on platform. And this is our product that e- on an, an e-learning product that teaches companies how to work with and communicate to people with disabilities. So, uh, I, I, Andy, I have to always give credit to Andy for first coming up to me, telling me he wanted you know, to do this and for Bender to be the company uh, that it was under. So, I mean, he is just fabulous. But Jill, oh my God, Jill Houghton is the CEO of Disability and I remember when I would go to this, I'm not kidding you, there would be like 300 people. I mean, I went to it when it was really small, smaller than that. And now here we are, it's sold out every year. The, the Disability Inn Conference in July is sold out every year. Uh, and we went to, from what I just told you, to like 2,000. I, I won't be surprised if they have 3,000 attendees uh, by this year. I mean, they are really rocking it. I mean, that is all, all these big federal contractors from Microsoft to Highmark, you know, that attend this. And I would suggest everyone go to this. And they are so well known. You know what I love, Heather and uh, Megan? I love they went from being called the USBLN to disability in. Disability, not differently abled, not handicapable, not all of these other things that people say, but disability in. Wow, I told that board, Regina Hayward, uh, who's on their board, is also at the dinner last night and on my vendor advisory board, and I told her uh, how proud I am of that board making that decision. But they they are an just a wonderful organization, and Heather, you work with Disability In. Can you talk about that? Tell our listeners how you work with Beth. Absolutely. So, so, you know, Joyce, you explained what Disability Inn is, which is really the, the national place for employers to come together to, you know, build their resources on hiring and retaining employees with disabilities. And they have been a key partner to provide technical expertise to the employers that are attending the Disability Inclusion Consortium. And Megan earlier referenced the Disability Equality Index. And really, that is a disability in tool that businesses can use to assess their own, um, you know, their own capabilities and capacity to hire and retain workers with disabilities, and as a tool to get better. Um, you know, we we've kind of broken that apart for the disability inclusion consortium meetings, and and really, you know, we kind of take it topic by topic. We don't require that the companies officially take the disability equality index. Some of them have, some of them haven't. But we know that those are the topics that employers are really interested in. It's those are the things that can really make a difference. And so it's a reference tool for us. And and then again, Beth Butler, who is with Disability In, does the individual consulting to help people in whatever area of disability inclusion that they're interested in increasing. And so Disability In is a key partner to what we're doing. And I don't know, Megan, would you add anything to that? 
Yeah, I think, um, you know, Heather, thanks, Heather. The, you know, a couple more things about disability. And, you know, they, as Joyce referenced the conference with over 2,000, who knows, maybe it'll be 3,000 this year. It's in July on the 13th to 16th of July in Orlando. So you can find out more about that at disabilityin.org, you know, and um, also on that website are, you know, all the questions and all the pieces around Disability Equality Index, and you can learn lots more there. Also, the um, Accenture report, which was, you know, talked about from the AAPD where, you know, Joyce is right now, um, the Disability Inclusion Advantage, a great report with statistics on, you know, the, um, on how it matters that people with disabilities gain employment. Oh, and that is an awesome report. Ted Kennedy Jr., who, as I mentioned to you, is the chair of AAPD um, and is also on the Bender Advisory Board. I'm thinking of all these people who just had our dinner last evening. Um, He went to Accenture and asked them, hey, could you do a study uh, just showing companies that hire people with disabilities, you know, let's get some data. What happens? And Accenture is so awesome. They did this at no fee. Uh, they did this pro bono. And what ended up happening is that, lo and behold, companies that hired people with disabilities were more profitable than companies that don't. And they have all this data that they had put together, and it just, you know, once again, data. That's where the rubber meets the road, and it just really um, has had an impact. I I was so thrilled when that came out. And if you go to disabilityin.org, you can get a lot of this information that we're talking about. And if you are interested in your company uh, using that tool that Heather talked about, the uh, DEI, the Disability Equality Index, where you assess your company and when the results are given, you know, you, you know, there are some companies that uh, come in at an 80, some at 100, but there are some that are not listed at all because, you know, they have a lot of work to do uh, yet and that's okay. That's how you find out if you have a lot of work to do. But the thing is that Ted Kennedy worked with Tom DiNapoli, the comptroller of New York, who is over $250 billion in pension funds, and got him to write a letter. He wrote a letter that was going out to CEOs saying, when we look at the areas that you work in, such as, we'll say, environment or women, you know, what are you doing in these areas? That Because they look at all this before they make investments. We are going to include disability, disability equality. We're going to see what you're doing. Well, didn't this take off that then the Oregon Comptroller told Ted he was mad that he didn't call him, and pretty soon everyone's on board, and they have like $2 trillion in investors. And I am believing that Ted is going to be responsible for a big change because, uh, you know, got to hit people where it matters, and that's money. And, that, and oh, and Bank of America, they also signed on. So think about this. When huge corporations want to get a loan or an investment, Bank of America is going to say, and what are you doing with 
disability. I mean, I just think that is so great. So I'm so glad that you work with disability and uh, because they also have so much credibility, uh, Heather and Megan. So here we are. What am I talking about? 30th anniversary of the signing of the ADA. We'll start with you, uh, Heather. Here's my question. What do you think needs to happen so that we won't have this high unemployment of people with disabilities? So I think we need to keep breaking down the barriers one by one. Um, You know, so at the United Way of Southwestern Pennsylvania, we really focus on that from a policy and a practice standpoint. So from a practice standpoint, we have the Disability Inclusion Consortium. And before that, we have the Career Transition Project where we embed... um, a human resource professional and companies to help the job seeker with disabilities connect to jobs that, that they are qualified for at companies and help ease that application process. And so, you know, we, we really are excited about the practice, the practical things that we're doing to help employers and help job seekers with disabilities find competitive employment. But there are also policy barriers that we know that exist, and we're working on breaking those down as well. In Pennsylvania, we're currently working on a piece of, of changing a law through the hashtag I Want to Work campaign. It's a, it's a self-advocacy campaign run by people with disabilities where we're trying to lift the income limits on our, our um, medical assistance for workers with disabilities program, which is the Medicare ticket to, wait, Medicare buy-in program for, so for people who are working and still need their Medicare, need the Medicaid home and community-based services. Um, you know, the, the limits on what they can earn really affect their ability to progress in their career and to meet, meet their maximum earnings potential. And so we're working on changing that law so that people can earn more and really use their skill sets fully. So I think from my perspective, it's really looking at the practice, but also looking at those policies that are getting in the way of um, more people having jobs. Well, actually, Heather, wow, you guys are so interesting. We're almost to the end of the show. So since (laughs) I have you right now, Heather, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Well, you know, I think that it's just we we can change this high unemployment, these high unemployment and poverty levels by taking advantage of the resources that are available, whether you're a job seeker with disabilities or an employer who wants to hire more people with disabilities. You know, what we're doing in Pittsburgh is – I think is really incredible, and I'm very proud of it, that there are resources across the country. Disability Inn is a national organization. And so regardless of of why you're coming to the table, there are resources out there, and we hope you'll take advantage of them. Yes, me too. How about you, Megan? You know, I say thank you to um, Joyce Bender and Bender Consulting and all the employers that are involved in the consortium that are making a difference in spreading the news to more employers and more employers. You know, and I think reaching out and saying hello and smiling and connecting to anyone that is around you as a as a human being, no matter what they look like or whether or not you think they like you or you like them, challenge yourself to do that because you never know how you can change their day and you never know how they may change yours. Oh, so true. So true. Uh, Heather and Megan, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having us, Joyce. It was really a pleasure. We love working with you. Thank you so much. We appreciate you a lot. Feeling is mutual. Well, we end every show with a quote. um, And today, the quote is about our theme for the year at Bender, which is justice. And that is, injustice anywhere is a threat to justice 
everywhere, said Martin Luther King Jr. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Hope to see you at the AAPD Gala and talk to you all next week with our guest, Shannon Austin. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time and 2 p.m. Eastern Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Voice America Variety Channel. We are the leader in live Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. 